We've been called many things. Two peas in a pod. Thelma and Louise. Best friends. Thing one and thing two. And a good number of times, even sisters. But the one we love the most is mother and daughter. And that's the tea. What's the tea, Nina? Is that's the tea? That, that's but, the tea. But I don't get it. Never mind. I'll explain it later. Welcome to Real Talk with Deb and Nia. As a friendly reminder, you can find our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss out. Hi, welcome back to Real Talk with Deb and Nia. I'm Deb. And I'm Nia. A very happy Thanksgiving to all. Today, we don't have a guest expert You don't need to take notes, and we won't take much up of your holiday time. We did, however, want to extend our deepest thanks to you, our listeners. We've said it before, but we really can't say it enough. We are so grateful to have the opportunity to produce this podcast, chat with such engaging and amazing experts, hear their stories, and hopefully offer you, our listeners, new insights, encouragement, and the inspiration to go out and create anything that you can imagine. We are growing so much, and we truly hope you're on your own expansive journeys. We also understand how precious our time is on this earth plane. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for investing some of that priceless time with us. I absolutely echo Nia's sentiments. Without you listening, there would be no real talk. So thank you. Thank you for listening and for the feedback and the reviews. It means more than we can even put into words. We are ever, ever so grateful. And we think gratitude is the seed from which everything else grows. So today we wanted to share a story with you. It's a short story from a book I stumbled on some years ago, and I thought it was so powerful that I assigned it to Nia, which I often do, Mm -hmm. still do sometimes. (laughs) Um, The story is called The Curse of Blessings, and it can be found in the book entitled The Curse of Blessings, Sometimes the right story can change your life. And if you've been listening for a while, you know I am a creative media and story coach, so story is my thing. I love story. I love all things stories. And I find that in the midst of stories, we can gain so much wisdom and knowledge and We can also be inspired to think about things that we have not thought about. And we sometimes get answers, you know, from those things. So stories are very, very powerful. So what I'd like to do is share this story with you guys today. And I'm going to do a very short version of what is already a really short story. Anyway, in the beginning, we meet this newly graduated officer of the law. We might call them policemen, but that's what they call it in the story. And he is pompous, he's arrogant, and he is incredibly cruel. So he's walking down the street and he passes an alley and he looks down the alley and he's able to see an old man in rags. And he demands that he step forward because he's, you know, an officer of the law. And again, it's fresh, he's a neophyte and he's looking to wield some power, but the old man doesn't move. And instead he says, I don't know what I'm gonna do with you. 
And the officer arrogantly mocks him, causing him to draw out his sword and tell him that he now knows what he's going to do with him. And the old man advances, the the officer draws his sword in defense and demands that the old man stop. He doesn't. So they battle until the old man suddenly stops, which causes the officer to pierce him. As the old man's lying dying on the ground, the officer says, of all things, well, why didn't you stop when I ordered you to? You gotta love blame shifting, right? Like, so the old man knows he's dying and he says as much to the officer. He says, I put upon you the curse of blessings. Every day you must bless something you have never blessed before. On the day you do not bless something new, on that day you will die. And then he dies. So the officer scoffs at the idea and goes about his business. But later that night, he felt gravely ill and he felt his life leaving his body. So remembering the old man's words, he quickly said a blessing and the life returned to his body. So finding that the curse was indeed true, he made sure to say a new blessing the next day and the next day and the next and every day that followed. He said blessings for everything, people, family, friends, nature, his home, his clothes, food, anything and everything in between. And it wasn't easy at first. We spent time being grateful for the obvious things. But the more he did it, the better he got at finding even more meaningful things to be grateful for. And the more he needed to interact with others in order to find these things to be grateful for, and the further he needed to travel to keep the life coursing through his body. So this is very abridged, and so I'm gonna cut to the end. So he says a new blessing every day for over a hundred years. Imagine that. On his 120th birthday, he decided, you know what? I've outlived my family, my friends. I've lived a good life. It's time to go. He had lived and seen enough and he was ready to transition into the next life. And on that day, he did not say a new blessing. And he started to feel life leaving his body. So as night fell, the old man in rags appeared and the officer exclaims, you, I've thought about you every day for a hundred years. And then he apologized for the harm he had caused and asked for forgiveness. And the old man says, you don't understand. You don't know who I am, do you? I am an angel who was sent a hundred years ago to harvest your soul. But when I looked at you, so pompous and proud, there was nothing there to harvest. An empty uniform was all I saw. So I put upon you the curse of blessings. And now look what you've become. The officer understood and his gratitude was so overwhelming that he said, thank you God for giving me my life and for taking it in its time. And life immediately began to flow back into the officer. So the angel groans in frustration. Now look what you've done, a new blessing. And the officer and the angel looked at each other and neither of them knew what to do. And that's the end of the story. And I don't normally like open endings, but I thought it was such a beautiful story. And it's such a powerful story. And so many things went through my mind. And there were so many layers. And you could take it at the surface level, or you could go even deeper into it. And I wanted to know what Nia thought of it. And it was a while ago. So I'm going to ask you again, what was the experience like for you when you read that story for the first time? 
it was, I, I remember dryly laughing out loud once I read that last line because I thought it was both, it was, it was deep, it was insightful. And for me, it rang true with how I had felt life was being at the time. Cause I, I, this was a couple of years ago that I read it. And I think, I think it's, it's true. First of all, you know, gratitude is, is extremely important. And I've found that you come to understand things that happened that, that didn't quite make sense when you're, when you're practicing gratitude. Personally, I believe that everything happens for a reason, but sometimes it's hard to, to see that <laughs> if it's, if it's a bit, you know, murky or not quite what you wanted. But finding that silver lining, again, bringing back to like what, uh, Dr. Kathy Mathis said, there's always a blessing, even in your darkest moments. And it's powerful because it, it keeps you going. And it keeps you, you know, it's that light and the comfort that you have when things seem bleak. One of the things that I thought was very subtle in the story, but very profound for me, was the intimation, or actually, it was actually pretty, uh, they actually do speak about it in the book and in the story in a very specific way. He had to leave where he was. He had to interact with people in order to find blessings. He had to give, he had to serve, he had to, he had to be in the thick of it. Did that strike you in any way? When I read it, I don't think so. (laughs) It didn't. For me, when I read it, it was more about just seeing how, for me, you know, the universe or God, however, however you choose to relate to it. But for me, it was more about just being aware of, of the blessings that were in my life and why they were important and seeing how they shaped me. You know, he, the angel comes back and he's like, or the old man, but he comes back and he's looking at the officer and he's like, look, you look who you are. Look, you know, where we were when we first met a hundred years ago, you know, and we're possibly that path might've taken you and now look at where you are now. And can you see the difference that, you know, kind of this one small thing that's kind of seemed insignificant did for you in the long run. And it it was more about that for me, like just the small detail, just that, I guess, habit, not necessarily the inner workings of how he did it, like traveling, like that, I mean, I read it and I understood it, but it was more about the overarching kind of idea for me that sat with me instead of the little things that aren't really little things, but. I think that's what I really liked about not just this story, but the other stories in the book, highly, highly recommended. They're so, they're short, they're easy, but they start you thinking. And one of the things that I just really liked was you could meet the story wherever you are. And I think you could walk away with it with different ideas and even the story behind how the stories came to be, which I won't give that away because it's a really neat story that they give in the prologue of the book, make it a worthy read. And so we highly recommend that book 
Would you recommend it? Yes. I, I, yeah, there were a whole bunch of other stories. Oh my gosh, that were amazing really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really made you think. And I, I think if I go back and read it now, I feel like there's I've changed mm-hmm. even in the last two years, and that I think I'll be like, how did I miss that the first time? So I guess the the bottom line is that there is so much for both parties when we are grateful. It's, you know, just grateful for the things that we have, but grateful to one another and with one another because we are sharing this space. And it's such a blessing to be here with other people on the, on the journey. And even the ones that, you know, might be, we used to say this, our spiritual sandpaper, <laughs> they're a blessing too, because it is in those spaces that we have a lot of expansion potential. So I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I agree. So I hope you have enjoyed the sharing of that story too. We didn't have a lot of really, really, you know, deep things to say. I think this is a simple thing, but I think it's a powerful one. And we just wanted to also let you know how much we love and appreciate you all for supporting us in this journey. And we just pray that it has been an incredible blessing for you as well. Absolutely. So this Thanksgiving, we just want to remind everyone to take a moment as you sit at the dinner table or however you might be spending the day, whether it's in the car or, you know, with friends, family, to make note of what you're grateful for. You know, our blessing for you is that you live a long, joyful, and fulfilling life. And so with that, we say happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next time. Real Talk with Deb and Nia can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on Google Podcast. You can also check out our YouTube channel. And make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RealTalkDN. See you, See you next time. time.